How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially I want to talk about something that uh, I live in Las Vegas here in Nevada. Uh, you could argue that this city has a lot of crazy stuff that happens within its city borders. And uh, I mean, it's a fact that Las Vegas had a very interesting history. Uh, I've been a part of some uh, wild stuff out here in Las Vegas. Like when I first moved out here, I worked in a hospitality scene for four years. Um, left that, went into the cannabis space, never done that before. Worked that for a full year. And now I'm, I'm just like, now having a kid, like I'm just, <laughs> I cannot be around those two things. They are like super... Well, cannabis is not a, a problem per se, but I, I just wouldn't consume it right now while my daughter is, I, I can't believe how long it's been now. Wow. It's been well past a year now. It's been like a year and a month since I've consumed any cannabis product. Um, but uh, alcohol for sure, just like super horrible. Well, working in that, that nightlife scene um allowed me to enjoy certain um allowed me to enjoy certain things about the city because the city is like 70% hospitality. I mean, people come out here for tourism, staying in hotels, go see shows, go to bars, go to nightclubs. Um you name it. I mean, most of the people working out here are probably in some form of hospitality. And so being a part of that industry, I got to enjoy a lot of other benefits. Um like being able to see like different shows for free, staying at different hotels for free. Uh, it was all like a networking opportunities and it was really awesome being able to network with different people that work for hotels, that work for restaurants, that work for other clubs, other bars, and really getting to enjoy like different opportunities that just would cost me a ton of money to try to do this. Um, you know, with my wife essentially. And this is obviously before we, we had a kid and it was, it was awesome to enjoy these different things. But one of the things I really, really enjoyed about being a part of the hospitality industry, um, it was, it wasn't really required, but it, it was a cool benefit for those that really enjoyed it was, uh, conventions. Uh, so Las Vegas is huge when it comes to conventions. I, I mean, Prior to COVID-19, it was probably the biggest driver of traffic in Las Vegas outside of um, like the nightclub scene and like DJs and, and, and live performances and things of that nature. And that started to take hold probably like four or five years ago. Like you start, we started to see an impact in like how convention people were just literally booking up all the hotels and really making it very expensive for your average day person to just make a, a, a random choice to come out to Las Vegas. It was becoming more and more expensive for people to come out here. You had resort fees. You just had a lot of different things that really made it super expensive to come out to Las Vegas. But for convention individuals, their business, you know, it, it really didn't matter to them at all because it's all just like a business write-off for them and great networking opportunities. So almost every known convention you can think of comes to las vegas i mean it's like the number one spot when it comes to convention traffic or it was and one of my favorite conventions that i am missing i missed last year's because of covid and this year i'm missing it again 
and it uh it takes place at the very beginning of January. It's the busiest convention all year long in Las Vegas. It brings upward of like 100. I think last year it brought like 200,000 people to Las Vegas, which I mean, for just a week is is insane. Just that one convention brought 200,000 people, not including like other people traveling here for for enjoyment purposes and whatever. I mean, honestly, if you were coming that week, you're probably coming for this convention. And that convention is CES. Uh, it's the Consumer Expo. Um, what does CES stand for? I think it's like the Consumer Expo uh, show. I think that's what it's called. But that literally was, it was like Disney World for me because I'm a big nerd, a big tech person. I love CES. CES essentially was the convention that showcased all new technology that was being worked on or being released for that given year. And it was always a great way to start the year every single year. Like after New Year's, I'd be super excited to go do CES. And last year I didn't go because it was rumored that this pandemic was starting to, there could be a possibility that was coming into the U.S. And uh, a lot of the people that do come to these conventions, uh, you know, are, are coming from all different parts of the world, but definitely a lot of Asian countries as well, like China, uh, Japan, Taiwan, uh, Vietnam, uh, because of just the, you know, they they handle majority of the manufacturing for technology, so and creating technology as well. So a lot of that traffic is coming out to Las Vegas and. There's just a, a, a strong Asian community in Las Vegas as well, which I, I enjoy a lot. I love the food. I love the culture. Japan is literally my favorite country. I love everything to do with Japan. But I didn't go last year because I was really afraid about potentially this disease making it to Las Vegas. I like knew it was coming here. It was like any day now it was going to be coming, and I felt like the one place that I could potentially arrive from or like arrive to would be CES because it's just the amount of concentration of traffic and confined spaces. So I actually, funny enough, uh, my daughter was just born. Uh, it'd been just a month after her being born. And so I just felt that it wasn't going to be responsible for me to do that. But this year, God, it's annoying that I'm missing two years. And, uh, honestly, it looks like CES is possibly in the in the future going to just keep their convention virtual moving forward because a lot of these businesses are starting to realize that it's a lot cheaper for them to do their expos online, like on YouTube or on their own website to showcase their own technology. And so, like, for instance, I, I was reading an article that Samsung is releasing, like, the new S21 lineup that they have coming out soon and a lot of other tech companies are going to be releasing a lot of their tech. Like GM's supposed to be releasing the first electric truck that they've ever manufactured away before Tesla's cyber truck is coming into production. Um, and, and that's one of the things I loved about CES that like, I love automotive. I love computers. I love televisions. I love photography. I love VR. I like, if anything had like a, a processor in it or like, a, uh, yeah, if it, is technology, it would be a CES and all new forms of it were there. And so it was like uh, a week of just uh, like four days of just the coolest things ever. And working in the nightlife scene, 
we were given passes because those passes are pretty expensive. Technically, a CES pass is pretty bad, like uh, super expensive. And uh, our company would get like X amount of passes for people that wanted to go to these conventions. And funny enough, like a lot of people just didn't really enjoy going to conventions. And I was like, no way. Like I enjoy going to conventions all the time. So I volunteered to go to all of these conventions. I would go to like beauty ones, um, like makeup ones, fashion ones. Um, but my favorite was definitely CES. Like CES hands down was the coolest getting to drive, like, you know, getting into cars and seeing like the future of autonomy and like getting on motorcycles that can like drive themselves and just all like all this crazy stuff. Watching these television screens, the way they, they, you can see through them, refrigerators, AI, all this like integration of technology was just super awesome. And so, um, yeah, honestly, it, it was kind of frustrating that I'm missing two years of it already. And so, I don't know. I mean, at this point, uh, and like I said, it's a possibility that these conventions might just go virtual, you know, moving forward. And the other crazy thing, too, is that um, a lot of conventions are are being lost in Las Vegas. So it's it's just deeply impacting the city it's like really bad and i I feel for a lot of my friends i've worked in the hospitality scene because it's like a a big portion of all my friends worked in that scene and so uh, every single week i'm seeing friends that are having to leave the city and uh i have my reasons for why i have to stay here but if i didn't have to stay here i would probably be leaving as well but luckily this pandemic doesn't really affect our lifestyle me and my wife's but I just see so many friends that are having to like, you know, move in with their family or or leave and like find work somewhere else. And it, it's just super unfortunate, this damn pandemic. <laughs> um, but yeah, the only reason I, I thought about it today was just I was reading a whole bunch of technology news today and all of this stuff is just being rolled out online because CES is just normally people would go to these CES expos to like do the news live from the expo because you know that's what you would do during like the biggest convention in in the world but uh now it's just all digital and it's just it's not the same it really isn't like when you go to these like conventions it is insane the, the amount of work that they do for them but Anyways, uh, I just wanted to talk about a, a, a Demi Downer for myself personally. It's not really anything about you guys. And this isn't really going to bother like me like a, a lot. But it's just one of those few things that just I miss uh, prior to the pandemic, really just arriving to the States. Outside of that, I mean, this, pan- this pandemic really hasn't bothered me too much. But there, there are those moments when even, you know, even for someone like myself where I think, oh, you know, it's not really impacting me too much. It still reminds me that there are things that, you know, I had to sacrifice because of this thing. And there are other people out there that are sacrificing way more because of this pandemic. And it's just so sad. But either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys manana. And also, we will. I will be recording my fourth episode with my friend Brian on the most interesting podcast as well. So if you haven't started listening to those, definitely recommend them. They're weekly podcasts. Really great stuff. Either way, I'll catch you guys manana. Peace. <laughs>